0: we are so excited we are here to talk disney this is so fun we love talking disney films and uh my friend stanford is here to talk about pocahontas
1: hi rachel yes pocahontas (laughs) (laughs) this
0: is the 33rd uh disney animated classic in in the canon and uh yeah we're gonna have a lot of fun uh talking all about this somewhat controversial film
1: yes absolutely (laughs)
0: So this movie was came out in 1995 and was right in the middle of the Disney Renaissance. And there's like this mistaken idea that like the Lion King got all the talent and like Pocahontas didn't because people like, you know, love the Lion King, not as favorably about this film, but that's actually not the case. Correct?
1: Yes. That's how I understand understand it too, Rachel, that, Within, within feature animation at Disney, Pocahontas was the A film, yeah. you know, that everybody was wanting to work on, and then The Lion King was, you know, kind of the B film, the talking animal film, you know, and, yeah. and holy smokes, you look at what happened, and and is, yeah, very interesting.
0: Yeah, because Pocahontas got Alan Macon, who was just, you know, at the height of his powers yeah. at that time. Uh, it uh, had all of your big name uh, animators and story team, Joe Grant, Glenn Keane, uh, you know, big pretty big names. And um, it it like you could I think safely say that the Lion King was kind of the bad news bears of Disney whereas uh Pocahontas <laughs> <the Vulcanus laughs> was the prestige
1: kind right. of project. Right. Yeah. Which is Not interesting. Bad.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, when I, a lot of people that have listened to this podcast will have listened to my uh, review, rather scathing <laughs> review on my uh, Disney Candid series. And yep. I stand by everything I said in that review. I think that this movie is better. I said in the, I said in my review that this movie is a Disney Twilight movie. And to be perfectly frank, I think that that's the best way to review or to watch this movie. I think that this is a movie to watch just as fluff, silly, romantic, fluff. <laughs> like you would watch like a Twilight movie, you <laughs> know, and I, I, and I, I, I don't know. I think that that's like, that's kind of the approach that I took to it. Maybe it was just like, just seeing uh, a homework movie right before. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, you know, watching Pocahontas, and uh, and so maybe that's kind of the different reaction because I was just like this is fine this is a great but uh, it's silly fluffy kind of fun I, I was more I wasn't quite as harsh this time because I wasn't like really critically analyzing it in the same way but we'll talk about all those criticisms but I don't know how did you feel about when you watching it this time
1: well it was i I was really happy to rewatch it I, I haven't seen this film in a while i I've always thought this was an incredibly ambitious movie Mm -hmm. uh, and with, with some beautiful parts and it's also really flawed. (laughs) Uh, And I think even this view, this, this, you know, most most recent viewing the flaws were really screaming at at me. But then also some of the parts that I remember liking, I I still, I still like too.
0: Yeah, I think that that's very fair. So I asked on Twitter, and I've been trying to do this more on my podcast, uh, is to get that feedback from people. uh, And um, I asked on Twitter, thoughts on Pocahontas, hate it, find it underrated. So here we go. And so I got a ton of responses. I can't read all of them. But uh, I did like uh, hunks of Hallmark (laughs) says, girl, John Smith is hot. (laughs) Uh, That was one of my favorites. Um, My friend Larry at Elsie Screen Talk says, As you know, I like it much more than you, speaking about me. Uh, The the music for me is amazing in caps. In this, is amazing in this film. I really like every single song except for the villain song, but the rest, even the smaller, more background songs, such as the grandmother Willow's hymn type of song are fantastic. Also, I love the overall message it sends regarding different people and the environment and compassion and empathy. Don't like the fact that they completely disregarded history and tribal input, though. So there you go. That's one opinion. Conrado Falco says, most beautiful Disney film visually. Story-wise, fine. History-wise, very problematic. That's certainly fair. Um, But that's pretty high praise. Most beautiful Disney film visually. Uh, Greg McBride says, love it. It's become a must-watch every year. Uh, During the autumn season, there are beautiful messages in this film, and it also represents many breakthroughs given the time it was made. Really holds up uh, for exclamation points, and I love the recut version with the bonus song they originally cut. So there you go. Let me read a couple more. Um, Love pirate says it's grown on me a lot since it first came out. Really disliked it when I saw it in the theater, but I've come to love the music and the animation. Still not one of my favorites. a lot of other mixed bags. Uh, Kyle says Kyle Kyle of Dogs. He says aggressively good and aggressively wrong-headed at the same time makes for a very frustrating watch. And um, and then Animal Antics says as someone who is very stubborn on historical accuracy, I actually somehow enjoyed it. I don't think it's as good as the previous movies from the Renaissance, but I don't think it's bad either. So. There you go. That's a whole bunch of different
1: on the movie. Yeah. Great, great feedback from your followers. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. I do think that that's part of the reason why maybe we are as hard on it is because the other films of the Renaissance are so outstanding. And this kind of marked a turning point for the Renaissance Mm -hmm. of not being as great.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think the corner was turned to Pocahontas and and uh it's just you know it is what it is yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: uh and I, I i have to almost believe a little bit the part of that turning kind of that the, the the this is the first movie that really felt the loss of of Howard Ashman completely, I
1: think. Oh, absolutely. I I thought that same thing too, Rachel, that I wonder what this movie would have been like if Howard Ashman had been involved in in it. And, you know, if Disney was really wanting to do kind of this Romeo and Juliet slash West Side Story type of a film, uh, set set in America and all these different things, uh, boy, it it would be different. It would be different and it probably would be better. Because... But, But anyway...
0: In Little Mermaid, Howard Ashman actually got story credit for it, which is rare for a lyricist. Typically that doesn't happen. Right. He would he was known to dress up in the roles. He dressed up as Ursula to give the writers an idea of uh of you know what he wanted. Um mm-hmm. so he was more than just a lyricist and I Stephen Schwartz is one of my absolute favorite lyricists there is, but he was not as good in this as yeah. Howard Ashman. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. And again, as i was saying, this is such an ambitious film. I think this had to have been a re- really a difficult project, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, as well as as we'll explore. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I think that a lot of it was because uh, Dances with Wolves had just been a massive hit, both critically and financially. And I, I have to believe that that was somewhat into their thinking of like, we're going to tackle this kind of story that's sort of similar to that. People are gonna love it. And, uh, but I've always felt like Pocahontas was the wrong character to to try to do. I think Sacagawe would have been much better because she had an exciting life of adventure and exploration. There's definitely romance there. Lewis and Clark, you know, and all that stuff. Like it's, she is a character that I think is a happier character. In uh, I mean, I'm no experts, maybe, maybe not, but that's my understanding compared to Pocahontas who had a pretty sad life.
1: Yeah. And again, uh, even though this movie was quote unquote inspired by real events, uh, they, they made so many, they take, they took so many liberties with it uh, for their dramatic telling of this story uh, it's all again, it's almost, I mean, yeah, the, the names, the names are there, but wow, everybody has got a different, <laughs> a different kind of, different kind of story. I, I wondered too, again, I, 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 I hate to second guess these filmmakers. I wasn't there, you know, I mean, I, I wasn't making these decisions, but uh, if, if it had been some kind of a story, but they just didn't even use the, they just use different names you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: like, I think so like what they did with Moana yeah
1: yeah, yeah they you, you know you, you create the story that's about Native Americans and then these English settlers and and yeah. the conflict of that caused. and it's anyway it's
0: yeah I mean there's a lot of here's tricky. something I think's interesting is that uh well actually first I want to say like historical inaccuracies do not bother me in a movie. Right. Just bothers me in a bad movie because then it's it
1: really awkward. Is, <laughs> and, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Because like
0: I loved *The Greatest Showman*, and some people might say that's a bad movie, and will you we disagree because I thought it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. Obviously, it's super historically inaccurate, but that doesn't matter to me because <laughs> I think it's a good movie. Fun movie, yeah. So, so that's kind of the opposite experience here that you have, and uh, where something like *Pearl Harbor* or this, you know, it's just kind of insulting and, and it's so historically inaccurate. That it's it's really frustrating and so yeah so some of the things that it's historically inaccurate about um well first one is so interesting to me because uh, if if this a lot of people doubt whether the whole pocahontas saving john smith thing even happened right because, yeah because he didn't really start talking about it until after she had died and she was yeah. a popular character figure in the, in england so a lot of people think he made it up first of all the second of all is that Pocahontas, if it did happen, she would have been only a child. She would have been 10 or 11 when it happened. And the thing is, is that I, I don't understand why Disney never, almost never makes film about, films about children. Like, that's one thing I love about Lilo and Stitch. It's actually about a little girl. Like, there's very few. And you'd think that Disney is a is a movie you know they make movies for children a lot why don't they have more children in their movies like um you know meet the robinsons has one um uh pinocchio i guess is i mean there's a few but there's not that many (laughs) most of them are adolescents that have these you know that want to have these romances and stuff uh you know most most characters in disney movies are between like 16 and 22.
1: yeah what do you think that is you know good good question you know i don't know if there's i i I hear what you're saying and i have thought about it too i i don't know i just almost think that it's just kind of how things worked out yeah just based on what the like the films they just have decided to make uh and
0: yeah i mean i guess there's Mowgli and there's um there's a, what's his name in Sword in the Stone.
1: Well, and there's your favorite Penny from the Rescuers too. Yeah, right. Sorry, <laughs> to bring that up,
0: uh, but, Yeah,
1: but uh, <laughs> yeah, Penny and then Cody from the Rescuers Down Under. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. uh, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. I would think that would be such a cool movie Mm -hmm. to have a movie about this, like 10, 11 year old girl who sees, you know, sees what's going on, who intervenes, saves the life of this man, teaches her dad a lesson. Like that would be a really great movie.
1: You know, I watched the, uh, after I watched the the movie, I, I watched some of the extras, you know, that were on the, uh, um, on my digital copy of Pocahontas and it has uh, a, it, they have a version of, of uh, Colors of the Wind, kind of an earlier audio track of the song Colors of the Wind. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of storyboards. It's, I guess it was a sizzle reel, if I'm not mistaken, that they put together in 1992 that they were showing, you know, showing people what they were working on. And, It had all sorts of interesting storyboards, you know, from the development, story development of the film, and it looked at least some of them. It looked like they were exploring having Pocahontas be younger. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was interesting because her costume changed quite a bit too. The younger version of Pocahontas was completely covered in in leathers, you know, really from from her neck down to down to her feet, and then. Eventually, they made her, you know, older, and then um, put that different outfit on her. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, again, same thing. I just wondered what kind of it would be fascinating to learn about the different iterations that they that they that they went through. I so I think what some of the more famous ones, and, and they show some of the pictures in that in that little Colors of the Wind thing, but. One of the animal sidekicks they were throwing around was having a turkey. Have you seen that or heard of that? Oh, you know, the, yeah, the, I remember that. Yeah, that, that, that uh, poke <laughs> rather than Miko and Flit, it's going to be some. I think the turkey had a name too. I can't remember what what the name was. But anyway, I mean, I'm sure it had a name. But I just uh, they had, they had shared that with the you know uh, public. But anyway, but yeah, you would just wonder what 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 kind of movie it it, it, it could have been. And they made the just the different liberties that they decided to take with it and do this love story. And the more, you know, according to Roy Disney, he was calling it a more dramatic telling of, of the story. But then also, as you were saying too, the producers, I think because there's not a definitive story, you know, there's so many different versions or there's lack of agreement among scholars about what really, you know, what happened that they just decided to take their own creative liberties it. I think when I first watched Age, when I first watched this and there was all this raging going on about, you know, in, back in 95 and all the raging going on about the historical inaccuracies, I just took it more as an allegory. Mm. You know, I just thought this, nothing's right about this movie other than it really is an interesting allegory about prejudice and, and, Hmm. Uh, I kind of I took that makes it a little more pleasing for me, but -hmm. I still get upset over things. (laughs) There's plenty of things I I can tell you about here as we move forward. We'll
0: definitely talk about that. Uh, But I wanted to read the words of Chief Roy Crazy Horse of the Powhatan tribe. He wrote a piece called "The Pocahontas Myth," and which is really good. I'll put a link down in the description if you want to read that. But he says, in 1995, Roy Disney decided to release an animated movie about a Powhatan woman known as Pocahontas. In answer to a complaint by the Powhatan Nation, he claims the film is responsible, accurate, and respectful. We of the Powhatan Nation disagree. The film distorts history beyond recognition. Our efforts to assist Disney with cultural and historical accuracy were rejected. Our efforts, to, uh, our efforts urging him to reconsider his misguided mission were spurred so
1: yeah, yeah that's too bad I that made me sad I wondered I know that they I mean they, they claim in some of these again behind the scenes stuff that I watched and that I've read that they did consult with some Native Americans um we don't you know I don't mm-hmm. know who right. clearly right. it wasn't the Powhatan tribe and that's uh that's it's sad, sad. Yeah, sorry I mean. that they were ab- ab- upset about it
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, why don't you read the quote that you had from Russell Means, who who was a famous uh, Native American actor, uh, probably one of the most famous, and he voiced uh, the chief.
1: Yes. uh, What did he have to say? Russell Means uh, was very positive. So here's his quote. This film, meaning Pocahontas, is the finest feature film ever done about American Indians in the history of Hollywood. It's so revolutionary. It shocked me when they showed it to me. The first thing that shocked me was the truth. Uh, The Eurocentric males are admitting why they came here to kill Indians and to rob and pillage. That's never been done before. This is also the first time other than on Northern Exposure, a TV show, Northern Exposure he's referring to, Mm -hmm. that a human face has been put on an Indian female. Here's this young woman who's wiser than her father or any man in the village. And she causes peace to reign. It's beautiful.
0: It's really, interesting. It's really Fasc- interesting. I know it's very yeah.
1: fascinating. Just kind of these different, different viewpoints of it. Yeah.
0: And I did reach out and tried to have somebody that's Native American join the podcast, but I had no luck. So I did try because um, obviously we can't speak <laughs> yay or nay. We can just sort of present these quotes. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, you know, people can I guess decide for themselves or look into it more. Yeah. Uh, But, um, but yeah, I mean, it is, I just, I just wish they hadn't had this sappy romance and heaven knows I love a sappy romance, but I don't know. I just didn't feel like they had chemistry and it just felt like she was a very, like, we'll talk more about Pocahontas character, but I, I just would have been okay with it if I, if I liked the romance better. And since I don't, and it doesn't really work for me that just kind of leaves I sort of lose a bad taste in my mouth uh again i i'm willing to to forgive the historic inaccuracies of uh of the uh uh of greatest showman because i like it and i like the music and the message um but uh but this i just didn't like the characters as much and um but uh, but let's talk first a little bit about just the animation itself. Cause I think that's one of the standouts our friend Conrado. He says it's the most visually stunning film in the history of Disney animation. So that's high praise from, from him. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about the a- animation?
1: Well, I, I love the art direction of this film. I can't say that I really love the character design. I think that Pocahontas herself is a beautiful, I mean, Glenn Keane, you know, mm-hmm. the master, right? Right. Uh, uh, I think he he designed her in a in a in a beautiful way, but you know, this is kind of rude. She's kind of like Barbie. Do You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's exactly. just not. Uh, her hair
0: is so beautiful, and that I,
1: I was so going to say, <laughs> her hair is my favorite, and I love how often <laughs> it's just blowing to the side. Yeah. Too and. Uh, I, I think that I, I think it's lovely. I don't mean to be too critical about that. But, uh, no, but
0: I agree I, on the character animation. I feel like the character designs are very um, geometric.
1: Like, yeah. Is basically, read, it basically looks like two triangles. Two triangles and Ratcliffe is the rectangle. Yeah, and,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so to me, it's not that pleasing as far as character designs. Well, but I, I do think... And the,
1: oh, go ahead. Sorry. I do
0: think that the backgrounds and the nature and those things, that is beautiful.
1: Yeah, see, I'm with that. So, uh, the, uh, the backgrounds, I just think, are stunning. I love those incredibly high vertical, just the trees, you know, just all those shots of, of, uh, of the trees and, and the, just the interesting backgrounds that they choose to use. I think the color palette's very, very interesting, mostly because, you know, when I visited Virginia, it's, it seems very, very, very green, and they kind of made it blue. <laughs> and uh, you know but but it's okay i mean yeah. again it's just this you know kind of a stylistic choice and mm-hmm. it's gorgeous i think yeah. i had i had read that the team was influenced by sleeping beauty and mm-hmm. i and i think that there is some of that you know uh in, in those highly detailed backgrounds i thought grandmother will the grandmother willow character her tree trunk looked like one of those ivan earl trees in a way you know to yeah. me from sleeping beauty so I love that. Again, not a big fan of the character designs. I can't speak to John Smith. I don't know if if sounds like, you know, your, your one reader thinks he's pretty, is, 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 is <laughs> handsome. Very hunky, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, everybody else almost just kind of seemed plain. I guess I kind of like the chief, but but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway. Really good. I, <laughs> I like, I like uh, in every way, pretty much, I like Pocahontas' friend, Nikoma. Uh-huh. Nicoma. I like her better in every way <laughs> she's a better character in my opinion but even in the inner animation I like her design a little bit better uh, mm-hmm. than Pocahontas but um but yeah and there was some criticism of Pocahontas that she looked more South Asian like right Loatian yeah the that way kind of that thing.
1: her fa- her face is drawn yeah how you have, Native American. yeah um yeah.
0: so yeah it's interesting so Um, but yeah, so let's talk about, but I love, I love like in Colors of the Wind. I mean, that, that's beautiful. The way that everything flows and, and, uh,
1: gorgeous sequence. Yeah. yeah,
0: Really pretty. So yeah,
1: yeah.
0: that's, and, and I love in Savages the way that the reds and the, I do
1: too. Savages is a really terrific sequence as well. Really dramatic. And again, all that really stylized use of red and the, and and the funky, like the, like all the shadows, the way that, you know, the way yeah. that they place them on the, Yeah. I, I love it too. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene.
0: So, okay. So uh, let's talk about the characters. So Pocahontas, as I said, I think, I don't really like her as a character. She's my least favorite Disney princess because she's just so preachy. And she's so like, I think it would have been so much better if they had made Pocahontas not be able to speak English and they would have had to learn how to communicate and like if you watch Terrence Malick's the new uh, the New World, that's the that's what he did, and uh, he even used like a really really rare Native American uh, Powhatan I guess some um, dialect, very rare that only a few people will speak, and um uh, and that I thought was so much more interesting. I mean it's it's gonna be hard to do because you have uh, you have kids, but. Um, like in Atlantis, the Lost Empire, they do, they make the, the princess basically mute, like she doesn't speak. And I think that that's way better. <laughs> and so you have to like work the, the male character has to work to kind of get to know her. And, uh, I don't know. I just think it would be, would have been more interesting. What do you think?
1: Oh, totally agree. My first groan inducing moment of my, of this rewatch was when, uh, you know, Pocahontas and John Smith are meeting for the first time, and I think it's actually quite beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. as, as how they how they did that whole scene. But then when they 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 touch their hands and the leaves come around, and you can hear grandmother Willow singing, and then they they start talking English to each other, and the animals are all you know. Miko is all surprised about it too, and I just think, oh, you know, this. So dumb. Again, I know that they had to figure out a way for these characters to communicate and for them to like have this, it's almost like it was magic, you know? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Pocahontas' mother was blowing the wind and it was magic, you know, for them to to be able to understand each other. And I know, I'm sure I can only imagine the agony, the agonizing discussions they had in the story room about this, but I sure didn't like this.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I guess it's, it's a tricky thing because then you have to make her dad speak. Right. right. You know, like, how do you make it work? It's tough, but it would have been better. It just, what they decided wasn't good because yeah. the character is just, she's perfect. She, but, but, and she's like headstrong, but not in a likable way, in my opinion. Like, uh, some people don't like Ariel, think she's too much of a brat. But in my opinion, Ariel has a vision of what she wants in life. She knows where she, she knows she doesn't belong where she's at. And she knows where she wants to be. And uh, and so that's, there's at least to me, there's something likable about that. There's something I can relate to about that. As opposed to Pocahontas, where she just dislikes everything and preaches to everybody. She dislikes the ideas her father has. She dislikes uh, doesn't want to get married to Kokoom. Doesn't like, you know, the ideas of John Smith. Like, she just kind of is sort of a brat. and But, like, thinks that she knows the answer to every question and knows how to, you know, <laughs> yeah very preachy character and it just makes her kind of to me
1: yeah no i i hear what you're saying and i i i guess maybe the, the really truly the first groan inducing moment for me was being was her ridiculous 300 foot swan dive that she does oh, yeah <laughs> um, because i know that they're i know that they're introducing the character and that she's you know she's brave and and yeah, you're saying this you know got these strong opinions I, I don't know it's just that was just so dumb i just thought because again as they're going who could do that and survive
0: <laughs> one. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. Right. she's a
0: cliff jumper what are you saying <laughs> um, yeah i
1: i just yeah.
0: about that could have worked but yeah it's a little definitely a little much and i don't know she's just She's just not a very likable character. I think that her friend is way more likable.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nakoma just seems <laughs> way real. better. Yeah, she's just she's real, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah no, I I, I hear you are saying. I, I don't I don't really think I've never really viewed Pablano's as as unlikable, but I I hear you about the preachy part. But yeah, I, like
0: there's a whole scene where he he shows her his gold. And she's like, "Oh, we don't care about gold." And like, yeah, yeah, right. Like the the Native Americans had like they knew about gold. Like how yeah. stupid. Like yeah, they knew about gold. And uh, so anyway, yeah, that that's a hard part about her character, and I think that makes it hard for them to have chemistry when you have when you have these characters who just love each other because they're beautiful. Right. There's really no other reason. Yeah. That, for for them and also another really weird choice like i like grandma willow but why would you have when you have a shaman that is a character in the movie briefly shown why wouldn't you have him be the spiritual guidance for pocahontas
1: yeah i think that's an interesting i thought that was interesting too because uh i mean the, that those willows sequences, those sequences with the grandmother willow, they're beautifully animated. I yeah. love, I love the leaves, you know. I mean, the yeah. I just everything is, is wonderful. But i agree I agree with you. It's like it seems really random, and she doesn't necessarily. I mean, she kind of helps her, but not. I mean, but not really, right? She's not. She because at the very well, yeah, at the very end, you know, when she's. Oh, you found your path child now follow it but it wasn't so much like let me help you find your path (laughs) i don't know i agree with you it's 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 problematic to me i
0: mean it's definitely something that a shaman could have said and that would have felt more yeah that that would have felt
1: more especially
0: when you have uh it's so weird in this movie because the animals don't talk
1: But the tree talks. What? Right. No, that's no. I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. The the, with the yeah, this talking tree. I I I don't know. Again, I think there's something kind of mystical about it, which which is appealing. But I, I agree with you. It seems out of place. And again, just one of the challenges of this film is that if they're trying to make take these people that really lived or, you know, and, and make this somewhat realistic story. And then these really crazy fantasy elements get thrown in, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I yeah. didn't necessarily groan when grandmother was showed up, but I was just remember thinking, Oh yeah, this is kind of a problem. Right.
0: So you also have Thomas is introduced as a character who's
1: Christian Bale, Christian
0: Bale. Uh, and, uh, and he's sort of the friend of John's, and uh, and then uh, you have Coolum, who is the love interest of the Native American love interest of Pocahontas. Those are sort of our main characters, and then we have our uh, villain, uh, Radcliffe, and who was a real person who really lived and starved to death and was actually like not a horrible person
1: <laughs> i know i just again interesting choice to kind of make him the bad guy <laughs> at one demand di- one dimensional
0: oh my god one
1: dimensional yeah.
0: yeah like literally they get off the boat and start digging for gold
1: yeah Immediately. He, he, he's chucking shovels to everybody <laughs>
0: like you wouldn't like get some food (laughs) i mean come on
1: get some rest or even say a prayer of gratitude you know he's like no
0: yeah yeah right (laughs)
1: boys
0: call me we're very religious you would never know that here and he actually says this is one of his lines this new world is going to be great i'm going to get a pile of gold build a big house and if any indian tries to stop me i'll blast him so, that's kind of nuance that we're talking
1: about here. Yeah, he's, he's such a one no wonder, you know. I just, <laughs> I'm in a wanderer. Just, I ugh. mean,
0: I don't even think you dick dig for gold on the beach. Like, <laughs> <I
1: don't think laughs> that
0: way. Maybe, who knows? But, yeah. I don't know. I hate mine, mine, mine. I think it is the worst. I mean, the Gargoyle song, uh, The um, a Guy Like You, is the worst song in Disney as far as like, placement and, like, what it does to the movie. But Mind, Mind, Mind is just such a bad song, I think.
1: I hate it. <laughs> you know, I, I can hear, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't I don't hate it. I, I think the, the one thing that I do like about Mind, Mind, Mind is that, again, like is difficult, but you get these, you, you really understand the character motivations of John Smith and Ratcliffe. you know, with that we kind of knew about John, even though, you know, he's a bit of a rogue. Mm-hmm. He, he just is, he's an adventure seeker that wants his freedom. Right. Yeah. And, and so this new world is going to provide that for him. Uh, so oh, I, that's three. the only part I like are those, that the, the, yeah. yeah. John Smith has a verse right. you know, in it. And, and uh, it's kind of an interesting comparison between the two, but yeah, I hear you.
0: Yeah. It, and my bottom three Disney songs are uh, a guy like you <laughs> mine, mine, mine and say it with a slap
1: from, uh, with, from uh, Bongo. <laughs> Bongo.
0: Oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, there are some really good songs though. Just around the river band is uh, which I classic
1: love. Alan and Menken. Beautifully animated too, mm-hmm. you know,
0: and yeah. Judy Kuhn as her singing vocalist is, I think, one of the best in all of Disney.
1: Oh, I agree fall. with you. I I love Judy Kuhn's voice. She's yeah. she's just marvelous. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and uh, and then Colors of the Wind, of course, is gorgeous song. Really great. Yeah. And it won the Oscar that year, correct?
1: Yeah, and yeah. uh, Pokemon's Believe It or not, won two Oscars for music. You know, I mean, they <laughs> best song for Colors of the Wind and best score. Dale You're Menken. The score too. Yeah. Yeah which um,
0: I mean, well, is amazing. I mean,
1: Alamankin is incredible. And, and, you know, the score is beautiful. Yeah. I think. It's, yeah,
0: yeah. Agreed. It's, yeah. yeah. Colors one is really great. And uh, so then we get up to, we have those, those sequences. And then we get up to the point where, uh, Nic- Nic- Nicoma tells the chief and Kokum about Pocahontas and John Smith. Uh, she's worried about her friend, and uh, and then they go. Cocon goes after them, sees John Smith and Pocahontas kissing, and one of like I would say, like Aladdin and Jasmine kissing is pretty good. Um, but I would say that John Smith and and Pocahontas have one of the best Disney kisses.
1: It's a good kiss, yeah. And I mean, I think that the animators were they got that one right at least because it yeah. looks it looks it looks real, you know. It looks and, passionate. And good yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. So even though yeah. all this other stuff I think they kind of missed on. That, that one they aced. <laughs> yeah, they got that,
0: and so Thomas is there as well, hiding. Sees Kokon coming up. Thinks that uh, he's going to be endangering um, of uh, John. And so Thomas kills Kokon. And uh, this dramatic scene where holding on to, to Hokonis' necklace that her father had given her at the beginning. Yeah. And it breaks. And, uh, and so this is where Radcliffe decides he's going to use the, this, this thing to, uh, to try to defeat the, the, uh, Indians and, uh, try to gain their land. Um, and then of course the, the chief is very upset as well. And, uh, and that's when we get savages and, I really like savages. I think it's actually one of the better Disney songs. Like I, I guess some of the lyrics are a little clunky, but I really like what it's trying to do. Yeah. It's trying to say, and yeah. I don't know if this is what you were kind of talking about with allegory, but in, um, in savages where you have the, you have the native Americans who are convinced that the white people are savages and they kind of are to be honest. Um, and then you have the, uh, you have the white people who think that the Native Americans are savages and they both don't see each other as human. And so they're just this building, building, building conflict. And then that reaches to the point of Pocahontas saving John Smith. And
1: I don't know, what do you think about all that? Well, uh, that's a really good summary. I, 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 I have a few things. Uh, first off, I think I'm been you know, rather critical of, of, of the story team on this movie. And I, don't. again, I don't mean to, to diss these, you know, great artists, but uh, I thought that they did a nice job with Thomas as a character because yeah. uh, Thomas, even though he's, you know, he's a secondary character in the film, he's, he's, this is his first kind of voyage, you know, he's, he's young. And so John Smith is, he saved him on the ship when you know when he when he fell off and uh, and he's just kind of nurtured him along mm-hmm. and then Ratcliffe has just been a total jerk to him right. so he's just, just feeling this pressure that you know and again one note Ratcliffe who's saying you got to you know you got to shoot these Indians right if they even get near you you got to use that gun well and you know shoot them and so they they at least I thought they did a, a really good job at least setting up why Thomas. I mean poor guy what a horrible spot to be in you know and and that he kills one, but it was not so much out of cold blood it was just out of i think he had a feeling and, fear. And fear, yeah, and fear and fear so i really like how they set that up
0: yeah that was good i with agree him.
1: and then that whole savages sequence you know it's 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 clearly the 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 climax of the film uh and just expertly done I, I'm with you some of the lyrics are are a little clunky but it's it's still is 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 a great it's a great scene and mm-hmm. Pocahontas finally figures out what's you know what she needs to do what cuz it's been kind of conflicting her throughout the film right in that wow. in that song and I just I I love I love the use of the compass and, and and with her I mean they've got the three things they've got the the settle you know the Jamestown settlers the indian tribe coming towards together and then pocahontas is 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 running too and they do all sorts of cool things with nature and 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 different things you know as yeah. with her with her party it's, it's when i like
0: how her vocals done. are you hear the savages savages then it's like now place the drums of yes. war, or or something similar to yeah. that over top of the savages like it, oh, it really gives great. you that sense of focus and you see yeah. it running and yeah good it's really good it's,
1: i think it's it's, really good. I th- it's 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 one of the best parts of the movie for sure if not the best
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah was that the main allegory you were like thinking of when you said that you thought the movie did a good job as far as an allegory or, or well yeah
1: you, i mean because like, again i think that it is it's an allegory about prejudice mm-hmm. uh, i i think or a story about prejudice and mm-hmm and uh what it what it can lead to you know the destructive path that it can lead to and so and they didn't get their facts necessarily straight but but pocahontas does an incredibly heroic thing and you know she she flings herself on top of john smith just right as her dad is about to kill him and and talks about how this 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 path is you know this path to war is not good and we've got, you know, they need to stop it and and, and uh, she won't, she's not gonna move. So if her dad's gonna kill John Smith, she's gonna, he's gonna have to kill her too. Yeah. And that really is a wake up call. I think for for both groups, they can see this. And again, just cause they love each other or whatever, you know, <laughs> we both agree that a love story is not, it's not great. But, a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful way to present, uh, the, the, you know, what, what prejudice can do and what it takes to overcome it, and uh, so yeah, that, yeah, I think that, definitely the allegory, the way I see it, comes comes through that.
0: Hmm. I can see that, yeah, definitely, and I mean, I think that they were trying to do something. Uh, Dude, I think they were, it's weird because it ends up feeling so like culturally uh, insensitive, but I think they were trying to do a different kind of princess. They were trying to do a different kind of uh, female character, I think. And uh, so, you know, I think they're obviously a different race, a character or a different race for the Disney princesses. They were trying to uh, to do something different and groundbreaking, and it's just... They just uh, shouldn't have picked a, a real person. <laughs> now, what That's a, a lot of the main problem, and they shouldn't have made it so sappy. I think uh, it just leaves kind of a bad taste in your mouth.
1: It yeah, uh, you know, I agreed. Although I got to tell you, I I have always found the ending of this film mm-hmm. to be really satisfying. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not... I don't know. I mean, I really anxious to talk with you about this to, to get your to get your take on it because she doesn't choose the dude. She she decides to stay with her people. Like she picks yeah. duty and over you know over romance. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a. I know that it was controversial, and that was also controversial because it was like the first Disney animated feature that had a bittersweet ending. You know, like they, 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 yeah. she didn't. She didn't get both. You know what I mean? She's all like she. She got her man, and and uh, is going to be there to help her people. She had to choose, and uh, I, I that that worked. That's always worked for me, and yeah, and, and it's, it remained with this rewatch. What about for you?
0: Awesome. Yeah. No, I do like the ending. I, I I appreciate that. I I don't know if it's a hundred percent. Earned by the character that she would behave that way, um, she's she's been a pretty selfish
1: character uh, at that point. She's been so preachy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it is not, it is a different choice, and I do appreciate it. And um, and that, and it is if this happened, you know, obviously as an 11 year old, she's not going to leave. Like, so it is technically accurate, and she didn't go over to England until later, and did married John Rolfe. Um, and we don't even want to talk about Pocahontas 2, because it doesn't exist. Which I
1: refuse to watch. <laughs> I, I've never, I've never seen that, because, you know, I those cheap quills, I can't, I can't even bear them. It's so bad. But, um,
0: yeah, so I do appreciate the ending, and like I said, if I'm just watching this, uh, because if I have on my, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm watching a sappy romance hat on, um, then I... I found it a lot more tolerable and maybe that's weird and maybe I should have the exact same criteria for all movies, but I don't know. Like if I'm going into a movie that is an Oscar winner, I'm going to have a different standard than like, than when I watch a Hallmark movie, I just am, you know, I mean, (laughs) and uh, I think they, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, uh, like, I did not care for the recent Annihilation movie. I don't know, it's gonna sound like a weird representative, but people could be like, How could you like uh I don't know, like I, I loved a silly rom-com that I saw this year called Off the Menu. Super cute, super fun. But like in my opinion, Annihilation was not successful in doing what it set out to accomplish. Whereas <laughs> Off the Menu was. It did what it was trying to do and it did it well. And uh and I feel like in this movie, if I just watch it as sort of a silly, fluffy romance, it it kind of achieves that fairly well. I still, there are parts that I don't like because I don't really like her. She's not a likable enough character for a dopey romance.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but anyway, I just, like, if I think of it as like a, a silly romantic movie and just fluff, then I'd probably give it like a C or C+. Um, But if I'm thinking of it as, like, a prestige renaissance, Disney renaissance work of art film, then I'd give it, like, a really bad grade.
1: (laughs) Does that make sense at all? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I have it in my ranking of my Disney movies. I have it at 50 in my ranking. So it's one of my lower ones. Yeah. Um, I have it just above Fun and Fancy Free. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> slapping song and slapping I, song. I actually i know you will really disagree with this but i actually have it i have black cauldron at 49 and poke at 50 just because there's nothing that's like offending anybody in black cauldron so that's why i think it's a tiny bit better mm-hmm. uh, whereas this like it has that awkwardness of the stroke line accuracies so i was a little bit nicer on this watch than i was
1: <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> kind of in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I think it's like number thirty-three and I'm trying to remember what's above or uh, above or below it. because again, I, I I the the animation and the parts I like I I, I quite like. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I'm. I'm even thinking though. I wonder if I'm going to move it lower because this viewing. I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I think I was. In a, it wasn't in a bad mood or anything. It just. It just brought. I think it just brought it down. Maybe I was looking. Podcasting
0: will do that to you because like, <laughs> when I like for the most part, I've actually liked things more when I podcast about them. Uh-huh. But on certain films like this, uh, that just don't sort of hold. Critical analysis that well, um, like I found that I didn't really enjoy podcasting about Harry Potter. Like I had had pleasant memories of all of the movies, and then when I went to sort of critically and analyze them through a podcast, I was like, "Ooh, that wasn't very good," and I didn't really yeah. like that. And and I all of a sudden I was like, oh these movies are very good." And um, there's a couple that are good, but a lot of them I didn't like, and mm-hmm. um, and I know I left that experience being like, oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, but anyway, i now I'm just sort of starting now to kind of get back to being like, oh yeah, I like Harry Potter. Harry Potter is fun. <laughs> it's been a while though. almost a year of covering Harry Potter. In that year, the year that on Fantastic Beast came out, I spent almost the whole year uh, doing Harry Potter podcasts and. And so it took me a while to kind of get back to sort of liking it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But,
0: um, but anyway, so, yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting experience. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, with movies is there's nothing wrong with having different, quite different experiences watching a film. Like, and any critics should be, like, I, I, I really hate it when people are like, how come you gave this thing three, or you gave it, at one point, you gave it three crowns, but now you have it. Or you gave it three stars, and uh, or how come you gave this, you know, one grade? And it's just like oh, I don't know. It's just what I felt at the it moment. Went, like,
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm a
0: human being.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly.
0: But and it can depend on the day that you watched it. Sometimes, honestly, yeah. you're tired, frustrated, different moods, all that stuff comes into play. I like to pretend that oh, it yeah. doesn't. We try to be as objective as
1: possible, but no, but it does. It definitely, it definitely comes into play for sure. Yeah. for sure. So. Uh,
0: all right. Well, uh, so let's, um, I've got my little random number generator here. Let's figure out what All we're right. out next. Okay. 55. That's almost towards that's. So that is, that's big hero six.
1: Hey, excellent.
0: <laughs> so next month we will talk about big hero six. So that will be really fun. And uh, let us know what you think of Pocahontas in the comment section, where you would rank it, and what you think are its strengths and weaknesses. And um, yeah, and let, it, or let us know on Twitter, either way. Uh, that would be really fun. And uh, where, can, where can people find you?
1: Speaking of Twitter, I'm a, at Stanford Clark, and then I have a movie blog, which is moviespastandpresent.com.
0: Great, see Rachel's reviews on YouTube and on iTunes. And also, you can uh, find me on Twitter and other social media at SmilingLDSGirl. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much for doing this. This is so much fun. Thank uh, you I for really
1: the invitation, fun. Rachel. This has been a great. Great. <laughs> thanks so much.
0: And uh, we'll look forward to talking to Big Hero 6 next, next yes, month. Yes,
1: <laughs> definitely.